Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Blue Jays today, where you boys, we always got something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, we got some more free agent stuff to discuss today, but keep in mind, everybody, it is all under the umbrella of whether or not we should actually believe this or not, because this offseason, man, my heart has been broken too many times. So we're going to talk about that. I also want to take a lot of your questions today. I think it's going to be a nice, chill stream. It should be a good yeah. one. I'm your host, Nicholas Playoff. Yeah, I'm your host, Adam Peddle. Yeah, we got another player that the Blue Jays are interested in. Whoa! Aren't you just jumping out of your seat Shocking in excitement? News. No way! This is huge! Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, guys, believe it what you will. Look, the Blue Jays are in on everybody, and they're missing everybody. And mm-hmm. we're going to break down a few guys, and you can probably tell by the thumbnail, if you are watching on YouTube, which one of those guys are, and... We're also linked to a trade, mm-hmm. apparently. But mm-hmm. this literally, that, I'm going to say right now, has zero legs. Right. And, and you can see it going around the internet. So we're going to kind of hopefully, you know, navigate your uh, your expectations a yeah. little bit. Well, I think I think this offseason is all about managing expectations if you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan, right? I mean, if you're an L.A. Dodgers fan, not at all. Like, you're loving life. But if you're a Blue Jays fan, we just got to, I think we've all learned a lesson here that, yeah, walking into the offseason and probably walking into this next season, of regular season baseball, it is about managing expectations because sure, we can have all the hopes in the world and we can read all the articles from all of these analysts who say, yeah, they're they're linked to this player, but what does that actually mean? You know, what does that it, actually it mean? It could be as simple as, hey, calling agent's office, uh, hey, how is he? You know, like it, what, what, what's the market looking like? Is that what's the offer on the table? Mm. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, like it could be straight up that it literally could be right. I mean, and when people say uh, sources are telling me that the the Jays are linked to blank, it could literally be some you know a B list guy who's part of the organization who heard from a guy who heard from a guy that maybe yeah. they did that. Yeah, you know. So yeah. really, like it, it, I think we've learned our lesson today and this entire off season, excuse me, that yeah, these rumors 
are just as they are rumors. Yeah, because if you think about it too, I'm thinking about from an agency standpoint, if I, if I got a call from any team, I want that leaked. Mm. I want that leaked because then I want other teams to go, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like I gotta go put in a bigger offer or whatever yeah. it is, right? I need I need some hype going yeah. on here. So yeah, believe it or you will, but the Blue Jays apparently they are in and interested on Jorge Soler. And this is actually the first time that we've heard this offseason that we are interested on Jorge Soler. We've had other people kind of connect us mm -hmm. saying this would be a great fit. Mm -hmm. They need a powerful uh, bat. And, uh, but this is the first time that the Blue Jays actually have interest. And this yeah. is coming from Mark Feinstein. Yeah, let's flash over there right now, everybody. And keep in mind, folks, uh, Ross Atkins just the other day came out and did say they are still interested right. in one more guy. Right. And that position uh, that position that he would play would be either DH or outfield, which is effectively exactly oh. what Jorge Soler would do. Jorge Soler literally split time between DH and corner outfielder uh, for the uh, Miami Marlins last year. Mm -hmm. And like, when you look at the Toronto Blue Jays outfield, right now you got basically two center fielders and then you got George Springer who was the center fielder so this guy ain't playing no center field he's perfect on the corners so right here you have the score kind of saying it. I brought this up because it's got a nice graphic also quick shout out to battlegrounds guys go check it out if you haven't already uh bring your girlfriend bring your boyfriend bring your parents bring your friends it's a great time guys you got coaches there enjoy check out battleground on the website uh, but then you got a flash over right over here. Uh, this actually came from Mark Feinstein. Mm -hmm. And uh, just talking about, just if I scroll a little bit down here, we got the, what teams would be interested. This is, a, this is an article talking about like Hernandez, Martinez, and Soler about which, what teams are interested. Which I will mention, I mean, mm. are all guys that fit that field and DH role. And I mean, we are we can talk about it a little bit later in this in this podcast or episode if you want, uh, but they're also linking the Jays to Martinez, which yes. we kind of already knew. And they're already also linking the Jays to Hernandez, which we kind of already knew. But this is the first time that he does come out and say uh, that, yeah, the 2021 World Series MVP has also also drawn interest from the D-backs, Blue Jays, and Red Sox per sources. Per sources. Yeah. Per sources. Per sources. Sources confirmed. Per sources. Sources. Honestly, on some of these sources, bro, I'm just like, is it a, is it a classic, you know, hey, trust me. It's, it's one of those, dude. It's literally like a, hey, trust, trust me, me, bro. bro. And also, let's face it, man. Like, this information is coming out right now. Uh, I mean, Mark understands the climate of where we're at right now. He knows that Ross Atkins just said mm -hmm. we're interested in a DH and an outfielder. So realistically, his quote-unquote source couldn't be that strong, but he understands that when he is putting this out here, we are kind of inclined to believe it considering what the GM just said. It, it could be. It, I mean, he's also mentioning other teams too so maybe yep. it's not just the toronto blue jays but you also got to consider too the way this article uh, starts is talking about well cody ballinger is still on the board mm -hmm. and uh he's expected to go sometime at the end of the month so then who are the guys after him so it feels like that you know you got jd martinez you got jorge soler and you got tiosco hernandez yes hernandez actually might be done quite soon that's mm -hmm. a total other rumor not involving the jays we're not in on hernandez sadly but you know that those guys might come soon. It might be, we might see between now and spring training. Well, actually, we're gonna see these guys leave the board. But we might see something maybe interesting fall place for the Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, like right now, folks, Cody Bellinger doesn't really feel like the guy anymore. I mean, Sad. a few weeks ago, it was looking like he could be in a Toronto Blue Jays oh. uniform, and it felt like the fit was there. And I do still think that the fit is there. But with recent comments from Ross Atkins, it just isn't really 
panning no, out. No. Jorge Soler, though, if he was to be the guy, and let's go down this rabbit hole a little bit, if he was to be the guy for the Toronto Blue Jays, if they did manage to go out and they are interested, according to Mark Feinstein, they do lock him down, I would be pretty happy about this, man, because this is the type of player that brings the thump, that brings the power, and that is something that the Toronto Blue Jays, they are already losing a decent amount of with Matt Chapman and didn't have a whole lot of it last year anyways. Yeah, yeah dude, uh, right before this podcast, I recorded a video room, and it's going to be coming out tomorrow, guys, so check it out. And it's essentially, it's about what's going to save the Toronto Blue Jays, but mm. I'm not going to spoil what that is. But essentially, I'm making that argument that right now, if this is the current team that we're happy with, even if we get bounce backs from people like Varsho and Springer and, and, and hey, maybe even Kirk, like that missing offensive war, you might just make up for the guys you're already losing in Brandon Belt, Matt Chapman, and Whit Merrifield. So like adding him would... It would provide a little bit of a safety net in case some of these guys don't bounce back for all this hopeful wishing. Yeah, 100%, dude. And I mean, look at all of that red right there. He had a phenomenal season last year. The guy finished with an 853 OPS. Now, I will say the seasons prior, a little bit up and down. Jorge Soler, Mm -hmm. his career has been a bit of a roller coaster. And it's kind of interesting. Uh, We've been talking a lot about uh, Jock Peterson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jorge Soler and Jock Peterson, their career numbers are actually very similar. They They're are. very, very similar. Yeah, it just up. so happens that uh, that Jorge Soler, he is coming off of the better year, whereas Jock Peterson, he kind of had one of his down years last year. You know, So it's one of those situations where it's like, well, wh- what do you want to bet on? You know, Do you want to take the guy to bounce back, like Jock Peterson, because he has done it a bunch, or do you want to take Jorge Soler coming off of what was a very solid season last year? Personally, in yeah. my opinion, I would love both of them. I think they'd both be good in <laughs> uh, Toronto Blue Jays, boo. But uh, 36 home runs, that is nothing to scoff at. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it depends on what kind of player type you want, right? You know, you got Solaire. He hits for like a mid to low batting average. But, yeah, he's got the pop. He's got 36 home runs. Whereas Jock Peterson, yeah, he also hits the low batting average. Not as many home runs as last year. But in the past, he's, he's known to pop a few, 23, 36 back in 2019. Uh, it feels like he's more of a, which is I'm gonna say more well-rounded hitter, but like it looks like his batting average doesn't well, really indicate that. Well, look at the look at the career numbers though, right? Uh, Jock Peterson right here has a 237, uh, just on the slash line, 237 batting average yeah. career. Jorge Soler has what 243? So yeah. very close very right similar. there. On base, Jorge Soler's got a 330. Jock Peterson has a 336. Yeah. Super similar there. 464 yeah, slugging. Wow. 467. I mean, they're the ha- same player. Yeah, basically yeah. with the, with the numbers, yeah, but like how they get it done is is very you know different. Jorge Soler, wow, this is kind of shocking me. Yeah, Jorge Soler has a lot more home runs mm. than Jock Peterson. Uh, you know, for his career, and granted, different careers. Ten-year career, he's got 170. Oh, actually, no. I, I stand corrected. Jock Peterson has more home runs than Jorge Soler. Dude, I would have not thought that. They're the same player. They're literally the same player. They're the wow. same guy. It just so happens that Jorge Soler is coming off of a better year than Jock Peterson is. So it's like one of those situations. And I think they're the same mm-hmm. age as well. They are yeah. literally the same player. You know what's actually? You know what? Here, let me let me throw this curveball at you because this is why I I thought the way I, I thought was in the beginning of Solaire's career, mm-hmm. he didn't hit for many home runs. And then all of a sudden, the power surge came in, 48, eight, short and sample of the year, we can get rid of that, uh, 27, uh, 13, there was something wrong with him last year, but then 36. So it felt like recently you're going to get a lot more pop yeah. uh, from a Jorge Soler. I'm actually curious here. I want to look at the last four years. You got an 820 OPS and Jock Peterson. Let's see. Is it going to be the same thing? We've got a... 
804. So slightly fraction yeah. better. But, a fra but more home runs. Yeah, from Jorge more, Soler. more home runs from Jorge Soler in the uh, in in recent memory mm -hmm. for sure. But I mean, when you look at the careers, these yeah. guys are almost identical, and it does make sense then why we are interested in them. They both yeah. provide a lot of slug. They have a lower batting average, mm -hmm. but really, like we have guys that can get on base. We need dudes who drive them yeah. home. They're both going to be 32 years old starting next season. And, and honestly, I understand why the Toronto Blue Jays, if we are to believe Mark here, I understand why they would be interested in Jorge Soler because he is one of those dudes who could, in his best year possible, go over 40. And he also provides protection. And that is something that we're really missing right now. Currently, if you guys look up the Toronto Blue Jays lineup, you're going to see Danny Jansen slotted into that four hole right behind Guerrero. I love Danny, but let's face it, guys. One, he's not going to be healthy. And two, like, is he really the dude? that we want to be protecting yeah. Vladdy. Yo, actually, I saw a shout-out to Blue Jays that I saw a projected lineup from him today. And th this actually kind of changed my mind a little bit, the way I thought about it. We're really high on Alejandro Kirk here. And if we go back to 2022, when Kirk had his great year, he was batting in the four-hole there. Yeah. Now, imagine if he bounces back. Him up in the four-hole, he had Biggio, uh, Blue Jays' dad, mm -hmm. Biggio down in the five-hole, then Danny Jansen in the six-hole. Mm -hmm. For some reason, for my brain, that feels a lot better it's, if well, you're getting Kirk back. Uh, I think it uh, It really just, yeah, it all depends, like, how they do, you know? I mean, like, we need, we need Biggio to just be better in general, mm -hmm. and Kirk... He's got to be also better in general. And Jansen, he was phenomenal. He's just got to stay healthy. Right, right. Right. So, yeah, if you get all of those things, sure, dude, yeah. I'm about it. Granted, that, not to change the conversation, but adding instead of Kirk there in, in the four hole, you have a Jorge Soler mm -hmm. or a Jock Peterson. Honestly, for me, I feel like the Toronto Blue Jays, even though we're interested in Jorge Soler, they're going to lean Jock Peterson. And you haven't really heard a lot of noise around Jock Peterson other than the Jays being linked to him. He feels like a J. Why? Because we need the power bat and we need a lefty. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we do need one more outfielder. Like we can't just run with three outfielders and Nathan Lucas, no offense, all year long. So for him, like if I'm going to bet any money, if we're going to grab one more guy, it's going to be him. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, just looking at their numbers back to back like that, like I was walking into this show with a little bit, little bit of a bias towards Jorge Soler. Yeah. But He's honestly, sexier, you know, I mean, I mean, honestly, though, like when you look at the careers, they're basically the same right. guy in the last four years. It feels like like on any given year, this guy can do better than this guy or this right. guy can do better than that guy. So if you want to go out and just test the market and say, okay, which one of you is cheaper? Yeah. Do it. I, I'm I think, good with that. I think Peterson will be cheaper. Then because, sign Peterson. Because you got 36 home runs for Solaire. Yeah. People are going to pay for 36 home runs. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that, man. At the end of the day, like, yes, I want home runs, but I'll also take a crap load of doubles, too. Yeah, that'll, sure. that'll score sure. a runner in scoring position. I don't care how it gets done, man, but, like, get the guy on second home. Yeah, you know, that's that means, what we need. I hear you, man. I hear you. So, guys, let us know in the comments, like, which guy would you rather have in the live chat right now on our YouTube? You let us know. Would you rather get Peterson or Solaire? Forget contracts or anything. Just a player on your team. Which one would you rather have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's move on, everybody, <clears throat> to the potential trade target here for these Toronto Blue Jays. Also, folks, if you haven't already done so, please hit the like button, smash the subscribe button, and toss your questions into the chat. We'll do a quick uh, Q&A yeah. after we're done uh, looking at this potential trade target. But the guy in question is Jorge Polanco. You've probably heard his name before. His name has been coming up a lot. I've actually been doing a little bit of research into the Minnesota Twins and their situation because I was wondering, mm -hmm. okay, these guys won the Central last year. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, apparently, it's these guys right here. Apparently, well, it's those guys. 
But also, too, there's this whole other thing. They're getting screwed right now, man. Why? They're getting screwed. So their their TV deal, they mm. had this whole broadcasting deal was with Bali Sports. Bali Sports, a totally off topic here with the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah, I know. It's yeah, cool Bali. for MLB. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have this deal for with Bali Sports. Bali Sports goes bankrupt. They wow. go, they go bankrupt. They've lost their TV deal. So right now, oh. they don't have any any broadcasting deal. Right. Nobody right. is broadcasting. Yo, them. what the hell? Oh, yeah. wait, did, and the MLB picked them up, did they? They haven't. They, nothing's happened. No yet. one's picked. So on, I know a couple other broadcasters kind of went out and, and they got picked up at the MLB. Like, if, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Diamondbacks? That been the Diamondbacks. I'm not suit? sure about Diamondbacks. That's off topic, yeah. but like, yeah, so similar shit. It's because uh, I was looking at it today. The last thing that I heard, and again, the MLB will do it. If it doesn't happen, right, right, but the right, last right. thing I heard that they were still trying to negotiate this deal with Bali Sports, and that was like right before Christmas, yeah, and it, and nothing has been finalized yet. Right. So right now, I mean Minnesota, it's like that's why you're seeing Sonny Gray leave and all these other guys leave because they they don't have anyone paying them money <laughs> to literally broadcast their team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they have to deal with that before anyone else, and that's probably why they're looking to potentially trade away these guys on you know some heftier contracts. Right. Yeah. And, and you know Jorge Soler's contract is ten and a half million. And like from a or from Blanco, a, or, or excuse me, both Jorge's. Yeah, you know, for real. totally, totally understand why I missed that one up. Uh, but you got Jorge Polanco, two and a half or ten and a half, excuse me, million dollars he's got owed for 2024. And I think he even has an option for 2025 around the same kind of deal. I think it's 12 million. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the also other reason, other than the TV deal, when I broke him down in a in a video room uh, a few a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, uh, this was another big problem. Royce Lewis is a stud. Yeah. We all saw what Royce Lewis did to the Toronto Blue Jays in that in that wildcard series. He's a guy. He's a guy. He's a guy. And, and he plays third base. Eduardo Julian, shout out to the Quebec native, mm-hmm. Canadian. He's going to be playing second base for that guy, for that team moving forward. And then you got Carlos Correa, the guy that they brought back, you know, the guy, the big free agent signing last year. That's your entire infield plus a first baseman. And Jorge Polanco, he's out of a job right now. Yeah. $10.5 million, you're paying for a guy who's going to ride your bench. The Blue Jays might do that. The Blue Jays are capable of doing that. But apparently with no TV deal, yeah, this this looks like an easy trade. And apparently right here by Nick Deeds, who writes for MLB Trade Rumors. Uh, and again, take this like you will. It's just a guy writing an article. He says the best fit for these for or Jorge Polanco is the Toronto Blue Jays because we don't have Matt Chapman. We're losing Whit Merrifield. Even though we've added Isaiah Kiner Falefa, we still don't have like a solid guy to play third base. He could play some third. He'd make a great fit. What do you think? I don't <laughs> see it, man. You don't, I don't see it. I don't. No, I don't. I, I like I like Jorge Polanco a lot as a player. I I think he's phenomenal. But at the end of the day, like I just I I don't I don't see it. You know because uh, you you have so many guys there already. Like it feels like if you're gonna trade for Jorge Polanco, then you're giving up one of your prospects probably that play a similar position. I'm just assuming here. Uh, why are you doing that? I mean, you, you have so many guys there already. We just signed IKF. Right. Isn't that supposed like, to be your Jorge Polanco? My God. I mean, well here here's my thing. Right. Again, I've always said I don't care about the money Rogers does. I don't know why they pay seven million for dollars uh, for a guy who should be riding the bench. But that's exactly where he should be this season is on the bench. Mm-hmm. This guy should be our off the bench guy, utility play wherever he wants. And over at second base, it should be 
you know, you got Biggio, you got Schneider, and then at third base, maybe you got Polanco and Espinal. Well, like, that's would, kind of what you're riding with right now. I would prefer that. Yeah. I would obviously prefer that, but you and I know that that is not what Ross Atkins came out and talked about know, the other I know. day. He was I saying, know. he was getting excited about, about how <laughs> about IKF, IKF. Yeah. yeah, literally, like his opportunities and what he could do at third base. And again, he could just be posturing. He could be leveraging. Maybe that's him coming out and saying, yeah, we're super excited about him. No problem. So then yeah. Matt Chapman, you know, Matt Chapman and his agent is like, oh shit, we're, we, we got to lower our price. Or the twins are like, okay, well, if we're going to trade Jorge Blanco, Look, we better lower our price. I hear you. But at the end of the day, if we're just going to take what he said at face value, this guy is excited about Isaiah Kiner for yeah. left. See, see, that's why that's why I laugh because I'm like, who are you trying to convince that you're excited about IKF? Nobody's excited about IKF. Who's excited about IKF? Ross, Ross Atkins. Apparently is. That's just... <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's so that beautiful. is why I don't see a fit right now. Because if you bring him in, then, you know, who are you excited about, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. I, there's no way that you could potentially bring him onto this team and, and get all of those guys playing time. Like, if you were to trade for him... Espinal or Biggio or Schneider or one of them, they have to go in the other direction. Yeah, they, they have to. They have to. Go take – I mean, it's easy for me to say go take Espinal. They're mm -hmm. going to want what they want, right? You got Jorge Polanco on a one-year with an option. That's pretty good. And, and Polanco's a good player. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about replacing the guys that left the team – this last off, this past offseason, this is the guy to do it. Like, he can do it offensively. Defensively, not so much. He's not that good. But offensively, that's that's the problem. Yeah, and, I mean, we do need some offense. So, again, I would happily accept him onto the team. It just, at this point, I, I don't understand bringing in more guys into the infield. I just don't get it. Look, I, I'm look right now on our bench, you got Ernie Clement, and you got, I think it's either Spencer Horwitz or Nathan Lucas. Like, one of them can go. Mm -hmm. Make make IKF the literal bottom barrel of your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, again, I, I agree with you. I don't think that's what's happening. I, I don't think it's happening either. I, I, I don't think it's happening either. Yeah. I, right, like, I just... I don't think it's happening, guys. I, I'm coming to the the terms that Isaiah Connor Falefa is going to be a player that we see probably almost every day on the Toronto Blue Jays playing ball. And it. that's just like a realization that we have got to come to at this point. So, sure, would I rather trade for a one-for-one one Isaiah Connor Falefa for Jorge Blanco? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 10 times out of 10. I would do that 10 times out of 10. And I see some people saying, we don't want Jorge Polanco. The guy almost had an 800 OPS yeah. last year. Yeah. I know he doesn't hit for pop. But he gets on base oh, he and he is hits. solid and he is yeah. very consistent about it too. So I would much rather have Jorge Polanco look, than IKF or one of those other look, guys. If you wanted to start Jorge Polanco and then if you really wanted to get the defense going, like didn't put an IKF. Right. You know, like let, just do that. You know, all of that to be said though, I still don't think that there's a fit here because of what of how Ross Atkins is talking about this team. I know. Well, I, I agree with you. If I were to bet money on it, it we're not making a single trade at all. Unless it's we're sending away people for cash or doing something dumb or we're trading for some like minor league depth pitcher. Like that's the only trade we're going to make. We're not trading for guys on the big league roster. It it doesn't feel that way. And I mean, so that's literally folks, when you're seeing the headlines about Blue Jays in on J-Ram, unless it's it's Jeff Passan, don't believe it. I don't know who the hell, who would be even like saying that, man? I have seen it. You've seen it? I've been seeing it. It's all BS, guys. It's never going to, no, Guardians would never, they would never. They got such a steal on Mm J-Ram. Like, why would you ever give that up? That's the guy carrying your team right now. I completely agree. Let's transition everybody to the Q&A section of this video. But before we do, let's give a quick shout out to the sponsor of Blue Jays today. What? Whoa, time for your daily Betway breather. A quick reminder that the best place to bet is on Betway. Must be 19 years of age or older to play in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Please bet responsibly. Now, back to the content. Shout out to Betway, everybody, for being absolutely phenomenal. They are the place to be if you have any interest in sports betting at all. Welcome to the weekend, folks. Uh, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. Uh, we're probably this is probably going to be an exclusive segment. We might even cut it off of the video. I'm not sure potentially. Uh, but uh, but shout out to Scott Farr here for the donation team. Still need to replace Ryu and Hicks, not Manoa. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, replace Hicks, but not replace but Manoa? not replace place or or you don't want Alec Manoa at all? Oh, maybe you don't maybe want Alec it. Manoa. Yeah. I mean, I do hear what you're saying. I I think that Ryu kind of an underrated he was. loss. You know? He was, he was, man, and I was really hoping we go and do something. That's why I'm still kind of hoping on like uh, 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 Yasiel Rodriguez. You know what I mean? Yariel, Yariel Rodriguez. Yeah. Like I was really, I'm really hoping that we grab him. Me man. too. But like again, I. If, of all the things that are going to happen this offseason, I don't think we're going to do that either. No. Well, <laughs> I'm really so down in the in the tank right yeah. now. Like, I'm, I'm down bad. Well, I, I'm, li- I'm watching all these comments come in as well. And, I mean, people are saying, oh, we're crap. We're finished. It's yep. over. This yep. team is garbage. We're crap. And, uh, uh, you know, I'll be honest. I feel all of those sentiments. I'm trying to fight them. But I do hear everything that you're saying. And I also want to believe that they're going to be in on Yariel Rodriguez. But based on what Ross Atkins just said, that would that would take us out of the running of any other player. Because mm-hmm. we're only getting one more guy, everyone. That's it. We're only getting one more guy. So you better make it a good you better make it the guy for this team. Okay, so hey, would you be on the same boat as me then? Kind of go tracing back. If it's not gonna be Chapman, it's not gonna be Bellinger, would you also be on Peterson or, or Solaire? Well, I think I think that at that point, just based on the need of this team, as much as I want Yoriel Rodriguez, and I do think that this kid has a lot of upside in the MLB and could be a very valuable player for whoever gets him. For the Toronto Blue Jays, you need a hitter. You need a guy. So, like, if you if you're if it's literally down to one player that you're gonna go get, 
it it might as well be Peterson or Soler yeah. or JD Martinez. It's gotta be one of those guys. Look, like as much as I'm I'm down bad and I feel bad because I, I don't see us getting Bellinger and I don't see us getting Chapman, like there are so many good like corner outfield DH players left. It would be actually stupid mm-hmm. if Ross Atkinson didn't go out and at least get one of them. It would actually be stupid. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It would be stupid. Well, he said a lot of stupid things the other day. Yeah, so he did. I'm not going to put anything past him. No, no, no. And if he, look, it's just dumb, man. Because you could literally spend under 20 mil and get this guy and still be within your budget of last year. Mm-hmm. That's why it's stupid. Unless, like we were kind of saying the other day, maybe you kind of believe it. Go check out this podcast if you haven't already. It's, it's uh, what was it called? The one about um, the why, like the, the what's really going on with the Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we brought up and we're like, well, maybe he just doesn't have the, the funding. Yeah, they just literally like limited his funding. This yeah, I think that that is a big portion of it. And I do think that you have to make the team that you work or make the team that you have work in 2024 to then reacquire the funding. You know, you yeah, got to give these yeah. guys a reason to, to give you more money. I mean, it, let's face it. It's just a job. It's just a job. If you perform well at your job, you get a raise at the end of the year. If you perform average at your job, you do not get a raise. And if you perform below average, then you get fired. And and right now, Ross Atkins has performed below average to average. So there's no money coming in, and he's on the cusp of potentially well, getting cut. And even on top of that is is how much did the company make this year off of this, right? I know it's Rogers. They have a whole other internet network system, right? But if you're looking at the budget they have allocated to the Toronto Blue Jays, how much is that making, right? Like, if that's not making the profits that they were projected to make, then, mm-hmm. well, well, yeah, yeah, why would they give them more money to spend if it's yeah. not working? Also, I I saw this on Instagram the other day, but I'm not with Rogers at all, but apparently no. they were down again. Oh, yeah, they were down they again. They were down again yeah. for, like, a, for like a day or something. Oh my like, God, what the hell man. is going on, team? I don't Why know. are we run by the most inept communications company on the fucking planet, you know? <laughs> I have been with TELUS for legitimately, like I think my whole life, not sponsored by TELUS at all, but like shout out to TELUS. <laughs> never going down, never never, never leaving me in the dark. Yeah. What are you doing, Rogers? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, Maybe yeah. you shouldn't be having a baseball team. Maybe you need to focus on actually like cellular devices, you know? And like uh-huh. in the internet, dude. I for, for also just a reminder, guys. Put your uh, questions in the chat. We'll read them out uh, in just a moment. But yeah, Rogers is the most unreliable <laughs> internet company. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Let's just cr- like like when I I worked at a company uh, nine to five like two years ago, and they had Rogers internet. Crap! Every day there was something wrong with it. Every day the bandwidth was low. We were all getting kicked off the internet. And then Bell, no problem with Bell. Bell was up every bro, day. Bro, if we were owned, look, I'll say it right now, everybody. This is this is straight facts. If if the Toronto Blue Jays were owned by Telus or Bell, we'd have like five rings by now. Oh my god. We'd have so many goddamn rings by now if we were owned by Telus or Bell. Dude. It's Bell, Rogers. Oh fault. yeah. Bell, yo, dude, Rogers. That's probably why they lost out on Otani. They were trying to email him and their internet went fucking down. Yeah, that's probably what yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, they, they were trying to get out like, no, that's not actually him on the plane. But they just couldn't. They just couldn't. The internet. The internet's too it was shoddy, down. man. It was down, no, man. It's, it's brutal, man. That is, This is the Toronto Blue Jays way, everybody. Welcome to hell. This is Toronto Blue Jays fandom, folks. I saw a question in here earlier talking. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I forget who said it. But uh, but basically asking, who is the number one target at this point? Let's assume Cody mm-hmm. Bellinger's not part of the conversation no. at this point. Neither is Chapman. 
Uh, yeah, I guess not. I, yeah, I think like, he's probably. If, if we're not getting Polanco, we're not getting Chapman. Right, right. Know. Yeah, okay. So, so Cody Bellinger and Matt Chapman are no longer on the potential block here for Toronto Blue Jays signings. Who would be the next number one guy? In other words, we're really mm. starting to scrape at the bottom of the barrel. Just also, side note. What a dramatic fall off. I know. Right? What a dramatic know. fall off. Oh, if oh. this guy's not part of it, then this guy. Oh, but if this guy's not part of it, then this guy. We are going rungs yeah. down the ladder here, everybody. Look, realistically, I do think Jock Peterson makes a lot of sense. But honestly, if you're cool with locking down a DH every day, J.D. Martinez is your run producer. Right. There's nobody else like J.D. Martinez on the free agent market other than those two guys that can produce runs. Honestly, Matt Chapman can't even produce runs like J.D. Martinez. Mm. J.D. Martinez is one of a kind. I would be targeting this guy, especially because you only have one or two years left in this window. Like if, you're gonna, if you're comfortable with getting a one-year guy, go get him. Yeah, because I think he is... 36 or 37. Yeah, he's getting up there. Like, but like, He's getting up there, but there's been no look, fall off at all, no decline. We're comfortable with Justin Turner. No one's talking about that guy either, yeah. by the way. Like, we're yeah. comfortable with getting him, like, same get JD. Same, same deal. Yeah. And I mean, J.D. Martinez was roughly 100 OPS points better than Justin Turner yep. last year. Like, he yep. was phenomenal for the L.A. Dodgers. Granted, he was among the L.A. culture, and I imagine that the L.A. culture is probably pretty good over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, being right behind Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, you feel like you got to put up. Hey, I mean, Jock Peterson, he had his best year like with the home run total in LA. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I'm yeah, no, there. I, I agree. I do agree with you. I think that maybe, I don't know if I would prefer Peter. It's tough to say. I mean, I do like Jock Peterson. I do think that he would be really cool. Right. Um, but yeah, maybe I would, maybe I would stick with uh, JD Martinez yeah. because of the safety. Yeah. And I'm also thinking like, I, w- I brought up the whole like being comfortable with the DH spot. Like I'm thinking too, like, yeah, if you need to sit one of your outfielders, like you still got Bisho and I- IKF play center field Apparently a, lot, so. a yeah. lot. So like they can go in the outfield that would open up a spot for like Espinal or Schneider in the infield. So like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I'm always also, I just had the thought as well there. Cause I didn't rule him out. I would also be so down to get Josh Hader, but that's never oh, going yeah, to happen. Never gonna that's happen. never going to happen. <laughs> that's not it also wouldn't fix our problems at all, but like, damn, it would be cool. It would it would help lock down the games for a bad offense. Yeah. Like if we scraped in three runs, it would work. No, I mean, like the strategy <laughs> would legitimately be score to a game. We win. Dude, that That's was our stra- strategy. That was our strategy last <laughs> we year. <couldn't> do it. <laughs> it didn't we work. We couldn't fucking do it, man. It didn't work. It didn't matter how, many, how many times Kevin Gosman goes uh, seven oh, innings, one earned run, or you know, on, or, or Bur- Burrios puts up a gem. Doesn't matter, man. Does not matter. Dude, I'm looking up right now. Do you remember? I remember game two score was one nothing against right. the Twins in the wild card series. I what was the, game one? I thought it was three one. Oh, that sounds right. Three yeah, one. yeah, it was three one. Man. Three one. We scored <laughs> one effing run in the entire series, and we gave up four. <laughs> so what you're saying is we gotta score two. Dude, it didn't work. If we, look, if we score two, we at least get a game three. Yeah, in, in my model. Yeah, in my model. You know? Jesus, but we God. couldn't even do that, man. And we have less bats. Yeah, and we have less bats. Yeah, that's the problem, bro. That's, but but again, you look. I know we keep talking about less bats, less bats, and, like, the offense is going to get worse and worse. But, like, what the the small sliver of hope is that they can't get any worse. You know, the the guys that we have on the team, they're going to 
get better a little bit. You know what I mean? That's not the small sliver of hope. That's the fucking off-season plan. You know, like, literally Ross Atkins walks into the meetings and say, well, guys, they can't get any worse, you know? (laughs) That's his actual plan this off-season, you know? (laughs) Well, we don't need to go out and spend money because they can't get any worse. And I guess he's right. You know, like, it is really tough to score only one run in a two in a two game series yeah. like that, like you've got to think that they're gonna do better than that, dude. I, I'm just thinking right now, like we this lineup is definitely worse than 2021 when we had. Seven. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely worse. Yeah. I think this might be the worst offense since either 2020 or 2019. Because at least 2020, you didn't have Springer, but you had Biggio being well. You had Teoscar Hernandez, who was a silver slugger, mm-hmm. right? You, and you, oh, you had Rowdy. You had um, Kirk come up late season breakout. Like, you actually had some really interesting pieces there. So I, is this a worse offense than 2020? Has it been a worse offense since 2019? Well, I would argue that you're walking in with the same question marks as 2020. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. right now, I mean, like, what's different? Like, Vladdy's basically the same. Yeah, I mean, like he's literally coming off twenty twenty. Yeah, like oh, twenty nineteen. I mean, yeah, like he's yeah. literally basically the same guy right now. Where we're kind of asking ourselves, is he going to break out? Is he yeah. going to be the guy? Yeah. Like oh, we have fuck. no idea. <laughs> We've got full circle. We've literally <laughs> gone full circle with that guy, right? So like he's basically the same. Boba Shed, I think we all. I think he just he just came up in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, and, and he, he looked was promising. Hell, he, yeah, he, was, he looked three hundred. So yeah. we were excited about him. Yeah, which is kind of the same, same situation thing. right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Bishio, we were, like, somewhat excited about. You know, we were remember? excited about Bishio. Because he yeah. had a great on-base. Like, his on-base was just phenomenal. Yeah, so that like, one didn't pan out. It didn't well. pan out, yeah. So, honestly, I, I, I'm i going to make a hot hot take. This is the worst offense coming into this season since 2019. Right. Well, better than 2019, but a li- probably a little bit less than 2020. Even Actually, you know, going into 2020, Teo didn't break up. Remember, we were kind of crapping on him a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it is like 2020. I think you're walking in with the same kind of question marks, you know. I think yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff that still need to be figured yeah. out. Like, we have to right the ship in some capacity. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to sort itself out at some point in the season. But, yeah, I mean, they haven't really done the offseason work to give yourself the best chance possible to make that happen. Right, right. Hey, I got a quick question here from Inked Rails. Saying, when do you see Rogers giving Atkins and Shapiro the axe? And we actually kind of talked about this briefly on on the last podcast. Uh, if they fail to make playoffs this year, like yeah. if they fail to make playoffs, it's I don't see a reality where they don't get axed. I personally also think too that that if if they do make playoffs, but we see a similar story that we've seen in the last two years, like if you make playoffs yeah. again and, and you get swept or you don't win a series and yeah. you do it in 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 dramatic fashion, because it frankly like. It's been really bad the last mm-hmm. two years, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had the the utter cataclysmic blow up in 2021, right? Or right. in 2022. 2022, yeah. Excuse yeah. me. You had that utter cataclysmic blow up, right? George Springer and Bo uh, collide yeah. in center field, right? So that was, and you know, you're, you're up by a crazy amount and you lose that game. That was embarrassing. And then you had this other embarrassing thing, completely other, other <laughs> side of things, other side of the coin, where you score one run and you only give up four, right? Like, yeah. like if they lose again, even if they make playoffs, I think they're still gone. I hear you, yeah. You know, you know what's funny, man? You think about those two wildcard series, 2022 and 2023, uh, they both captured the Blue Jays' entire season of 162 in two games. No, it's fucking you know miraculous. Because I mean? you think about 2022, we we popped off. Uh, Tail, two-homer game. Like, we're offense uh, popping off. But what hurt us? 
the bad defense and the bullpen. That hurt us, right? Yeah. And then and then 2023, great pitching performances, stellar, a great bullpen, poor management by John Schneider mm-hmm. and an inability to score runs and have good base running. Yeah. That hurt us in the end. And you it's, saw it's comical. all of it. You it's saw comical. all of it. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of tough to do, man. I mean, like 162 games is a lot. And we were man- we managed to capture the entirety mm-hmm. of it in in a two game bro, in eighteen innings of baseball. Bro, I kind of want to go back one day if I if I ever have time, and I just want to wa- rewatch the last wild card series and just remind myself of what how it felt like. Oh, like, no. oh yeah, that's too much pain for me, man. <laughs> that's a little bit too much pain there, everybody. But for, let's face it, guys, if they don't go out and they don't get us a Jock Peterson or a Jorge mm-hmm. Soler. And I mean, even if they do get one of those guys, it might be a pain that we have to become very familiar with. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, also, uh, unpopular opinion, but Shapiro is good at his job. And that uh, and that's no to, uh, not to make money. He's done a good job with the Renos. Okay, like, yeah. Atkins sucks, though. Atkins yeah. sucks, though, he says. That's one of our comments here. Um, I mean, Shapiro... Pyro is just dishing money. Like that's what he's doing. He's spending money. Yeah. You know? Well, I, think I don't know what else he does. That's though, that's honestly that's the thing. I mean, like he, the Renos are great, right? And I mean, like he's he's definitely got his hand in that. But there's a lot of people that is doing a lot of work for him. Yeah. And granted, he's kind of seeing over all of it. But yeah, to be completely honest, I don't know exactly what it is that Mark Shapiro does. So I think just because of that. He's out of the line line enough, so we're not yeah. hating on him. Ross Atkins, though, like he is in direct uh, direct management of the you know the player acquisitions, the trades, the signings, the extensions, everything. And even though you can argue, okay, he's gone out and he spent money and everything like that. Well, he hasn't employed the proper managers then to get mm-hmm. the get the best out of his team, and that is also something that he deals with, right? So, right, right. So it's 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 just not working from one of them. <laughs> you also, Larry uh, Gore says, "Good lad, so much fun. Please uh, don't take the weekend off. I think something is close, Larry. I, man. Hope, I hope you're right, dude. I, Larry, I hope you're right, Larry. I, I can't hold your words. Uh, account. I really can't like hang on to the man. Well, listen. If I do, I'm gonna stress myself out. Message, message any one of the. <laughs> Analysts, and you'll see a tweet in 30 minutes saying sources say yeah, yeah. Blue Jays are close because <laughs> yeah. that's what this offseason. Trust me, bro, Larry. Trust me, bro. Because trust me, bro, Larry. Larry Gorse is coming out and saying it, dude. I want to believe you. I appreciate you for saying that. I promise you, we will not be taking the weekend off. But uh, but don't don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. If something comes up, we're here. We're here. Uh, Question from Justin saying, what do you guys think of Alex Anthopoulos coming back to the team after Atkins is gone or something? Never going to happen, dude. This guy's guy's looking to win like three, four, five rings with the Atlanta Braves. Why on earth would he leave? Dude, and the Braves would never give up AA. No. You literally changed our franchise around. You would never do that. And and literally, even if the Toronto Blue Jays offered him $100 million, Atlanta comes back with two hundred dollars because they know how much he means to that organization. Organization. Yeah. You know, they say we are going to keep you no matter what, and and GG for Atlanta for recognizing that and, and for holding on. To and we didn't recognize that. That's really sad. Uh, we, everyone, everyone, every Blue Jay fan in 2015 was like, we have to keep him. Mm-hmm. We have to keep him. This guy literally turned our team from garbage mm-hmm. in the 2000s to elite as hell yeah. back in the playoffs, and we we let him walk. Yeah, stupid decision ever. Yeah. Uh, we also got a question in here too. Uh, where was it here? It kind of went away who a little bit. Yes. Yeah, Alex, who is replacing Jordan Hicks? Good question. Nobody. Right now, right now. It's, it's no one. It's I mean, minor league. That that's something that that needs to be addressed, though, and it's one of those more underrated things because you have the, the lineup being problem number one. 
but there are other problems, right? And and because of the Toronto Blue Jays haven't addressed problem number one, we don't even have the luxury to think about problem number two or problem number three or problem number four, but that is up there. Replacing Jordan Hicks and making the bullpen good, that is important because if you are going to walk into the season with a subpar offense, and what's to say that it's not going to be subpar because it sure as hell was last year, you are going to need to have an elite bullpen. I do not want to go back to the dark days no, no. Of, of garbage bullpen blowing the game. Well, you know, some one shoe's going to drop if we if we end up having a good offense one other shoe is gonna fall we off and it's gonna be get them all right we can't get them all right also screams has a good point here um in terms of just the roster spot nobody's replacing him but in terms of his role on the team he says chad green says screams in the comments yeah chad green is now up there for the setup role and and we can only hope that he is coming back in the form yes again the dude basically took all of last year off you know so yeah. it's, it's very tough to say for sure that he is going to be that guy folks we appreciate all of you guys taking some time hanging out with us on this friday night and everything like that let us know your thoughts about everything that we talked about in the comments down below we got a video coming out tomorrow video coming mm -hmm. out the next day video coming out a day after that oh hell that, look at that video is coming out literally wait, every single hold day. on are we called blue jays today for real for wow real, man yeah hit the like button smash the subscribe button everybody we appreciate every single one of you guys and as always go jays go, go! 